Millhaven. Just saying. I'm Tom Becker. And this will be the part where McGraw Millhaven normally say that he's McGraw Millhaven, but McGraw Millhaven is on vacation again, uh, this time uh, traveling Europe. And so uh, he should be back uh, next Thursday when we have our, our new podcast. Uh, every Thursday we do a new podcast here where it's two old friends who are just basically um, bullshitting with each other and uh, dealing with uh, dealing with hot issues, but uh, in, a, in a friendly manner, in an informative manner, in a, I think, a somewhat humorous manner. It's uh, two old friends giving each other a hard time, but at the same time trying to make sense out of this crazy world. And uh, the podcast is uh, growing piece by piece, bit by bit. And if you're new to the podcast, thank you for uh, joining us. But um, we are uh, we're now on iHeart and Spotify and iTunes and pretty much most every other major platform for a podcast. So uh, we thank you for tuning in and uh, share this with your friends and everything. Uh, so today's podcast will be a little bit short since McGraw is not here. But normally the podcast lasts about a half an hour, and that's what we try to make it. But they always go 45 minutes to an hour because we just get on a roll and there's things we want to talk about. I, I do want to talk about a group that I've called the Mad Middle over the years. The Mad Middle. I think there's a whole – I know that, uh, you know, in the past, you know, people have tried to call it, you know, the silent majority and all that. But I think the Mad Middle is the, the true silent majority. And when I see what, you know, some of the – some of the podcasters and some of the, uh, you know, TV uh, commentators, the pundits and that on both the left and the right. I, I think that there's a whole group of people in America that are looking for just some common sense, some solutions, some some adults to be uh, leading the argument. And say what you will about Joe Biden. And look, I'm not a fan of the inflation. I'm not a fan of all of his policies. But say what you will about Joe Biden. At least he's an adult in the room. And I think that's what we need. We need more adults in the room. And 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 more, I don't care if you and I disagree on something, as long as your agreement, as long as your ideas and my ideas are both based in facts. Uh, the analogy I've made countless times to friends, you can say that Trump was a great president I might disagree. Well, I will disagree that he was a great president, but at least we can both agree that he was president. There are people out there that are trying to that are getting elected. By the way, they're getting elected. They're they're, they're running our government. There are people out there that think that Trump still is president, or that he's going to miraculously come back, or that, or that Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Things have got to be based in fact, based in truth. Then we can have a difference of opinion. I have a difference of opinion like when it comes to something like immigration, let's say, right? But can we all agree that Mexico ain't paying for the wall like Trump promised in his campaign? Do we all agree that we need to have some common sense legislation so that, you know, everybody, everybody wants uh, his, you know, the Mexican, not to say the Mexicans, but let's just say immigrants. Although I think often it is just sort of demonized as these Mexicans, which, by the way, I'm not doing these immigrants that are coming into the country illegally. Can we all agree that we want legal immigration? But can we also agree that our laws for legal immigration are broken, and therefore some of these people have no other option but to try to get into the country illegally? Can we make some laws that would make it so that so the DACA, the DACA recipients, right, these kids that were brought across the border through no fault of their own as a child, right, and now they've been educated in American schools, America is their home, in many cases they've gotten married to Americans, to, to legal citizens and everything. Can we, can we agree that these DACA 
uh, recipients should have protection under the law. I think most Americans agree with that, but yet Congress can't get their act together to be able to pass this legislation so that so that doctor workers can go to work without fear of deportation, so that doctor workers can feel like they are part of the American dream. Is that asking too much? I don't think it is. I, I you know, I, I think that there's a whole group of people out here that are that are looking for, you know, just adults. And all too often, we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that in our politicians. We're not seeing that in our media. I'm I'm glad that Allard Jones got it handed to him. And I know he's got more court cases he's got to fight. I'm glad that some of these conspiracy news outlets, you know, are being challenged. I'm glad Dominion is suing Fox and OAN and uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, Fox and Newsmax. For their lies about voting. Our system of checks and, checks and balances has been working, but our government isn't. You know, we, we take a look right now of what the FBI did when they went into Mar-a-Lago. They don't do that just on a whim. That goes through a number of different channels to all go and say, yep, yep, you have probable cause to go in there and look for these documents. The head of the FBI was head of the FBI was appointed by Donald Trump. I haven't seen. Did, did, did you see? As and they said, what judge signed off on this? What federal judge signed off on this? There's a good chance the federal judge that signed off on this was appointed by Trump. I mean, there, Trump got a lot of federal judges uh, put in place. So. So we look at this and say, okay, we have a system of laws. We have, and everybody said, oh, we're persecuting Trump. We're persecuting Trump. Well, not everybody says that, but, you know, the pre the former president had many of his followers say that. And I don't believe that. I mean, uh, the other day, the president uh, sat for a deposition regarding some uh questions about his business dealings. The New York Attorney General had him sit in, you know, to answer questions about his business dealings. And he pled the fifth hundreds and hundreds of times, which, by the way, I support. That's his constitutional right to plead the fifth. But if he's being persecuted, he has an opportunity here to, to show evidence as to why he's being persecuted and why these courts and these law enforcement officials that are investigating him and why Congress that is investigating him are actually, you know, why why he's not guilty. He has every opportunity to get in front of the media and provide evidence that is based in fact, and that's the mid part, based in fact, and not just based on emotion. I mean, the evidence against him on January 6th looks really, really, really bad. And people say, well, the, the, the defense is not uh, being presented. Now, first of all, the January 6th hearings, those are, uh, uh, those, that's, a, that's an investigation. That's not a trial. Okay, that's not a trial. So on one hand, they, they don't have to have the defense there. But on the other hand, when they have had people like General Flynn actually testify, when uh you know, he has testified before the January 6th commission, but that people out there that could actually defend the former president and actually give 
information that would make it seem that he had nothing to do with the uh, January 6th insurrection, where people that could be there to defend the, the former president are testifying, they either take the fifth or they don't show up. There's plenty of opportunities for the defense of the pre uh, former president to put out information, put out to put out uh, evidence, and he had nothing to do with this. There's plenty of opportunity to to for the uh, president to to release the uh, search warrant, so that people know what what they were looking for, what was out there. So there's lots of opportunities here for the defense, but instead. Lies, emotion, innuendo is all thrown out there. I, I don't know. I, I, I know, I know that this is not the the fun normal podcast that uh, you expect with me and McGraw. But I, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about this. I, I you know, you know, I, I'm, I don't hate Trump. I hate a lot of things that he did. I've had my picture taken with Donald Trump. If I had my picture taken with any other president, I don't care if it was Ronald Reagan, Barack Obama, George Bush, George W. Bush, Jimmy Carter, who else has been in president while I've been alive here? Uh, Bill Clinton. Did I say Barack Obama? I don't care who the president was. I don't care who it was. I would have that framed and in a prominent place in my house. I can't do that with Donald Trump. I can't do that with Donald Trump because we are a nation of laws. And when people investigate to see if those laws have been broken, that's not some witch hunt. That's not some, uh, you know, persecution. It's our way of government. Liz Cheney is right. Liz Cheney is right. We're a nation of laws. And Liz Cheney is a politician. Liz Cheney has more balls than 98%, 99.9% of the Republican congressmen and senators that are on Capitol Hill right now. Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger, Kissinger who says, look, I'm not going to be able to win. I'm not even going to run for re-election. Liz Cheney is running for re-election, and she's not going to win. She's not going to get the nomination. But she's sacrificing her place because... She understands the importance of this. She understands the importance of keeping our democracy, our republic, keeping it, keeping it functioning. And when I see what has ha happened in some of these primaries and some of these people that are running for governor, running for secretary of state, the election deniers that are out there? Quite honestly, it scares me. And I think that we need uh, this, this whole mad middle in there to, to just say, knock it off, guys. Be reasonable. Work together. Every election, every county, well, every county should have, it's supposed to have, it may vary state to state, county by county. Or you've got Republicans and Democrats overseeing the elections to make sure that the elections are valid and secure. And with every investigation they've had into voter fraud, no investigation 
held in any state. Donald Trump himself had a uh, a commission headed by Chris Kobach, Kansas Republican Chris Kobach. Donald Trump himself had a commission to look for voter fraud, and they disbanded it because they found no significant voter fraud in any of the states. Is there some uh, a vote here or there? Yeah. Is it perfect? No, not perfect, but it's 99% perfect. And we have these election deniers and people that are just buying into this bullshit. And it frustrates me. I've said this numerous times. I said, when I started doing talk radio 30 years ago, Republicans were calling into my show complaining about the dumbing down of America until they realized they could benefit from it. I mean, take a look. You know, there's, there's cases of polio in New York again. Polio that had been eradicated, but now because people are buying into, ooh, you can't trust vaccines. Ooh, you can't trust the CDC. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can. Thank God. Thank God for vaccines. People that I, I know people that have had COVID here recently and they're alive and well. But they say, man, if I hadn't had the vaccines, if I didn't have the booster shots, I would have, I would have been in serious hurt. I had I had COVID a few months back. Thank God I was uh, vaccinated and boosted. Didn't end up on a ventilator, didn't end up in the hospital, didn't end up sick as a dog. I got sick. I got sick. It got to me. But for a few days, I just rested and worked to get things back. And, you know, I'm, I'm fine now. Because I believe in science. I believe in facts. I believe in the truth. And hopefully, you do too. Although I'm sure I'll get some nasty email on this. And if you want to send us email one way or the other, you got some thoughts, send it to us. The the, uh, um, email address is contacts at beccaandmillhaven.com. That's B-E-C-K-A-M-I-L-H-A-V-E-N. Beccaandmillhaven.com. Contacts at beccaandmillhaven.com. Let us know what's on your mind. Have yourself a great week. We're here every Thursday. McGraw will be back next week. We'll be back to our normal, uh, fun, and informative podcast. Till then, take care and bye, y'all. A Huda Media Production.